double booked. That's okay. You have more pressing, more important things to do, golfing with Brock Osweiler. So I do not want to keep you off the course for a single second. So I appreciate the precious time you're giving us today, sir. Brother, always good to join you. And uh, you got to golf when you get to Arizona. And uh, even though the Super Bowl is here, so good to have some fun. Absolutely. Yeah, and get to get to spend some time with one of your teammates and one of your teammates going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, DeMarcus Ware. You have to be thrilled for DeMarcus to get that chance to go into the hall. So deserving and just got the text to, the chance to text him yesterday back and forth and just told him, hey, good luck, no, no question in my mind. And it's really nerve-wracking for those guys. It's kind of, you know, it's interesting. You see these incredibly confident players their whole career and it's like they're as nervous as the kid getting their MCAT score you know when it comes to getting in the Hall of Fame but much deserved and um, you know of a, of a team of 53 that went one Super Bowl 50 um, nobody has more character more leadership more kindness than DeMarcus Ware and had such a big impact on Von Miller I think not just shaping his game but also with Von and he's acknowledged this helping him become a better professional yeah, 100%. And even, you know, like one story for me, we were playing the Steelers, and at the end of practice, before we played them, he goes, hey, you're going against James Harrison, right? I'm like, yeah. Because when he throws in that rip move, pinch the, your, your elbow to your side. And so first third down, here comes the legendary, you know, Harrison rip move, and I pinched his elbow, and he goes, oh, God. So, um, you know, he just helped me as a tackle when he didn't have to help us win. And that was just the spirit, and that, that was a big reason of why we won. Our leaders were so kind and, and involved in help making sure everybody could succeed. Ryan Harris joining us today from Arizona on the team. Your reaction to the hiring of Sean Payton? Love it. I mean, it's the best possible candidate you could have gotten in terms of production and what they've shown, uh, in terms of winning a Super Bowl, four, four straight division titles at one point. I think it was 2017 to 2021 so um really incredible really incredible run that sean payton has had and he's been away from the game so hopefully it works works quickly and uh and the broncos got a ton of talent that'll benefit greatly from having somebody just even set the new standard of of what excellence looks like what's your take on when when he was asked about russ and having jay keeps his quarterback coach his personal quarterback coach and kind of the, the 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 team three entourage and and the reaction that, that Sean Payton had to about them being in the building. It was fair. I mean, because if everybody brings three people into the building, I mean, that's another 150 people, right, that are going to be milling around. So if one person can do it and other people can't, that's unfairness. And to be a great team, everybody has to feel like the rules are the same for everybody. Ryan Harris joining us today from Arizona on the Team Sports Network. And what, it seems like now, Ryan, there's there's an adult in the room. Not that not that Vic wasn't that guy, but he just he's one of those guys that I think is more he's a coordinator, he's not a head coach. Vance Joseph seemed out of you know out of his depth. Same with Nathaniel Hackett. You have a guy that's been there, done that, has a a big skin on the wall with a Super Bowl win in two thousand nine. It just seems like there's a level of competence at the head coaching position where now you can't blame that as a reason that this team doesn't succeed or Russ doesn't succeed as the quarterback because you got a head coach that, that has a championship on his mantle. Well, and it's dealt with players for almost 20 years in the NFL, right? So has an experience of being the boss around 53 alpha males. And listen, you know, Jim, 
a lot of us think we want things and want to be in control. And, and then when it happens, you're like, oh, wait, I really wish that somebody else had this job or was responsible for making decisions. And Sean Payton's coming in saying, hey, I am the one making decisions. And if you don't like it, you can stay or you can leave. And, and that kind of a mentality, that kind of just, you know, it takes so much away from the players to worry about that they're thrilled about it. Zach Strafe's going to be the offensive line coach. He played for the Saints, uh, was their play-by-play guy for a while before he left the booth and uh, took over as the assistant offensive line coach. Your, your thoughts about him taking over this position, a crucial position for the Broncos moving forward? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's crazy, Jim. I think it was two years ago, only nine offensive line coaches had actually played the position in the NFL. And could you imagine having a quarterback's coach that never played quarterback? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what happens because uh, a lot of guys just don't think that the offensive line matters. So not only you got a guy that's played, you got a guy that's won, and then you got a guy who knows how to teach. So um, it's, it's markedly different in the rooms of coaches that have played the position than ones who went to a couple of seminars and, and have no idea what they're talking about. So just one of, the, one of the many moves that I think Coach Payton's made already that will bring some stability and confidence and trust to the players. And look, there was issues with Butch Berry that uh, there's the report that he left notes for players in their lockers, that uh, the, the, the communication just wasn't there, that the guys thought he didn't know what he was talking about half the time, that there certainly seemed to be a byproduct of the dysfunction of Nathaniel Hackett, unfortunately seemed like that was also part of his coaching staff as well. Oh, 100%. And listen, unfortunately, some coaches are cowards. And not being able to talk to a man face-to-face, tell him what your opinion is, and stand behind it is indicative of many other issues that you have as a person and the staff's going to have as a coaching staff. So, I mean, there's no excuse for not being honest. And, you know, Mike Tomlin at the Steelers, he always says, hey, I believe in brutal honesty. You want to know why you're not playing? Come see me. And when you don't have that honesty from coaches, players are just left to interpret the – the mood and the, the, the hellos from coaches, and that's not what you need to be doing, preparing to win, and no question it affected how they played this year and lack of performance. And a uh, good friend of ours uh, from here in the Valley, uh, Ben Steele took over as a line coach, and look, that line started to play a little bit better under Ben, and man, I hope Ben finds a gig, hopefully stays in Denver somehow, but uh, but a super good guy, and I'm hoping Ben Steele uh, finds a job uh, somewhere soon. We're talking with Ryan Harris. Ryan, I know you got to go here, wrap it up with your thoughts about Sunday's game because you have the team with the best, uh, really kind of the, the, one of the from metric standpoint, one of the best pass rushes against an offensive line in Kansas City that's done maybe one of the best jobs in terms of defend or protecting their quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. It's going to come down to like it usually does, uh, whether you know, whether you can get to Mahomes or whether you can protect your quarterback. It's going to be a big part of what happens Sunday. Yeah, the big matchup for me is Hassan Riddick versus Orlando Brown Jr., the left tackle of the Chiefs. Brown Jr. is a big guy but struggles against speed, and Hassan Riddick has had a sack in, in each of the playoff games for the Eagles, not to mention Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. It's going to be tough, Jim. I mean, the, the Eagles have two, had in each of their playoff wins, had two touchdown scoring drives of 14 plays or more, and one of them went for eight minutes in the third quarter. I mean, this team is willing to beat you down slowly, and that's something that demoralizes defenses. You got Patrick Mahomes, now two-time MVP, but, man, I just think it's the Eagles 35-32. All right, very good. So what's uh, what's the Ryan Harris role on 